Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Magnetic Woman Show. I'm your host, Lauren Joyce, sex, love, and relationship expert and founder of The Magnetic Woman. And today, I want to talk to you about descending into the darkness, both figuratively and literally. So I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which if you're unfamiliar is in the Northeast part of the United States. So we get all four seasons. I grew up here. I left for approximately 10 years, but spent most of that time also in the Northeast. I went to college in Rochester, New York, which is much farther North, meaning colder, snowier, all of the things, right? And I hate winter. I hate winter. I'm always cold, even during the summer. Um, I don't enjoy being colder than I usually am. So I don't do outdoor activities in the winter. Um, I don't enjoy snow unless I'm sitting inside and drinking hot chocolate and have nothing to do and just get to watch it. So quite honestly, I feel like every year <laughs> it gets to be about this time. Now I'm recording this, this podcast episode at the beginning of November. I just like dread the next few months more and more and more as the years go on. So When it comes to the literal sense of winter, I really resist it in in all ways. Like, I hate wearing lots of layers. I much prefer wearing cute dresses and cute shoes. So the idea of, like, pants and sweaters and scarves and boots, like, it's just not my style. So I resist the literal sense of the, the literal season of winter. And as I was sitting in my house today, cold, even though, you know, the heat is on and I really shouldn't be, I was thinking about how much we also resist the figurative winters, the internal winters, the emotional winters. You know, winter is very much a necessary part of the cycle. To me, the the internal winter is also the death of the death and rebirth cycle. And we resist it because we, especially as women, we have never been given the tools to honor this part of, of who we are, this part of our natural cycle And therefore we resist it, right? Plus we live in a culture and a society that's very patriarchal, capitalistic. So it's like all about production. It's all about movement. It's all about doing and moving forward and succeeding more. And so the internal winter, the death part of the death and rebirth cycle is about slowing down. It's about stopping. It's about descending into the darkness, into the shadow It's about reclaiming parts of ourselves mentally, emotionally, spiritually that we've disowned or dissociated from, right? The shadows. It's about allowing things that need to die, that need to be let go of to fully and completely release. And there is also this time of 
the world between worlds where maybe you've let things go, you've processed things, you've gone into the shadows. And then there's this time of like, it feels like you're suspended above everything. Like you're floating. You're not dropped into the next thing yet, but the last piece or the last phase that you were in has come to an end. The world between worlds. And when we lost connection to the feminine, when the feminine was taken out of the divine and the divine taken out of the feminine body, we lost a connection to honoring, embracing, and really learning how to utilize the dark, the winter, the death, parts of life and life cycles. You know, we can like zoom out to a very macro level and look at especially how the Western world world treats physical death, right? Like if you work in a corporation, you might get three days off if a very close family member died, right? It's like not honored. There's not room to grieve. It's like, okay, attend the event, attend the funeral, and then come back to work. And I remember, you know, when I was 25, so this is nine years ago, eight and a half years ago, my dad died. I remember taking a few weeks off of work after. And I wasn't, I didn't have my own business, but I was a freelance a freelancer. And honestly, what had me go back was a sense of, I wanted to start to, to get out more and to kind of like get back to quote unquote, a sense of normalcy. And two, financially, I was like, okay, Lauren, you can't just like not work. And so when on a macro societal level, even physical death isn't given space. How can we expect, anticipate, or think that the inner emotional winter death releasing would be honored, right? Now, if you are a woman who's committed to being magnetic, to owning your feminine power, one of the biggest things that I think is the most uncomfortable is mastering the death and rebirth cycle, is embracing the internal winter. And, you know, I don't believe in doing therapy on my audience as in whatever is emotionally triggering for me, like very in a very heightened way and unprocessed to come on and share it with you. And having moved out of a lot of it, I can tell you that the last few months I have been in this internal winter and world between worlds in my business and and really in my mission and my purpose and my soul work. And it's quite frankly, I think it lasted longer than it needed to because I was resisting doing what was coming up. And there will be more information for you coming. So that I, I don't mean to keep this too cryptic, but there's something that's been on my heart that I've wanted to create and put into the world for a while now. And for a variety of reasons, I haven't. 
COVID and lockdowns and whatever. And I got to a place where I was like, okay, I can see that kind of like coming up, but probably a few miles down the road. Like I want to get this to this milestone and maybe I'll sell this thing and maybe I'll create this program first. And let me just keep doing things in the way that I've done them before. Let me keep selling things in the way I've sold them before. Let me keep um, running my business in the way that I've done it before. And then maybe in another year, I'll do it in this way that I can kind of feel and see coming up. And what I felt over the last few months was the universe kind of putting its hand on my head and being like, no, you're gonna pause. You're gonna look at all the things that aren't working. You're not gonna keep moving forward and, and going at this same old, same old, because that's not where you're going. And sometimes the old, the, the known is what we use to get us into the new and the unknown. And sometimes we have to fully let go of the old and the known and learn to feel comfortable in the world between worlds before the new and the unknown unfold. And so how does one begin to get comfortable with the darkness, with the winter? So for me, when it comes to literal winter, one thing that I'm looking at doing this year is really amping up the pleasure because I'm not going to lie, it can become very cranky and very unpleasant to be around when it's winter. Like, I just do because I don't like it. And so this year already, I've been making lots of soups and allowing my body to rest more and really honoring the fact that the days are shorter and the times are changing. And in terms of the figurative winter, it's also about pleasure. It's also about how do we find the enjoyment in a sense of being suspended? How do we find the pleasure in the shadow parts of ourselves? How do we find the joy and excitement in the releasing of? And one big thing that's very, very helpful in this is rituals. And I've talked about this a lot. And to me, the feminine art and of rituals is something that we've also lost, we've lost this deep connection to the the power of rituals. And I, I truly believe that you can ritualize anything in your life. And there are a lot of things that you already do on a daily basis that you can bring more intention to and awareness to and, and have it be like a, a full-blown quote-unquote ritual. And I've actually been studying um, more about feminine magic and rituals and um, the connections between different goddesses and priestesses and different rituals because I think that it is such a powerful magnetic piece 
that we're really missing the boat on in a lot of ways. And so as we descend into the darkness, figuratively and literally, what I want to encourage you to do is bring pleasure to the forefront of your mind. So how can you make the shorter days and longer nights pleasurable? How can you make the inner grief and loss and releasing pleasurable? You know, one of my very, my very first mentor, Regina Thomas Hauer, and I studied with her all the way back in 2013, which is like so crazy and hard to believe. But I remember she talked about how when she would be going through like inner inner winters, inner darkness, the death part of the death and rebirth cycle, she would allow herself to dress in all black. And now one of the things I loved about Regina is she has this like theater background and dramatic element that I think lends itself to the feminine because for thousands of years, we've been told and taught and shown and, um, forced into believing that our feminine power, that feminine magic, that feminine wisdom is not just wrong, that it's dangerous, that it's bad, that it's immoral, and that it could potentially cause our deaths. And so because that conditioning is is strong and typically like intense in the body, it's important sometimes I think to go to this dramatic element or this dramatic notion of like, um, okay, I'm going to dress up like I'm in mourning as I release this old identity. And again, it can be like, okay, that's like really overboard and really too much. And yet we can walk, we can see all the people walking around who are just in this low-level state of depression and resentment and frustration and anger because of the wounded feminine, because we're so disconnected from the parts of us that intrinsically know the natural and potent power of this. Um, And so as we descend into darkness, and again, I think when this airs or when this goes live it's daylight savings time here in the united states so we're gonna get another hour of darkness um again it can be very easy to want to just get through or numb out right and there's all these jokes and memes about like putting on weight in the winter and like you know not really caring and just eating whatever and i think I don't believe in deprivation, especially when it comes to food and nutrition. And, you know, oftentimes food and alcohol, social media, TV, all of that can become numb, like a, a, a way that we numb ourselves out versus if we're feeling it, if we're moving through it and then choosing to maybe eat richer foods or choosing to spend a Saturday just binge watching our favorite Netflix show, then it feels less bad, right? It's just like fast food. If you just eat fast food 
to numb out or because you like don't really care and you do it all the time, it's not going to feel great. But if you're conscious and aware of what you're putting into your body and then there's one day that you're like really craving a fast food burger and you let yourself have it, then it doesn't feel bad, right? And that's the other thing. The less we turn to these numbing out behaviors, the less we resist resist the darkness and the more we embrace it, the easier it is to tune into and trust our bodies, our wisdom, our intuition. So if you are watching or I'm sorry, listening to this podcast, you know, the day that it's released or in the few days following, I'd love for you to join me in the Seductress Virtual Retreat, which is happening uh, November 12th and 13th, Friday and Saturday. And there's still just a few spots left. This is a very small, intimate virtual retreat. The link is below in the show notes, or you can go to themagneticwoman.com backslash seductress-virtual-retreat and join us there. This is the only virtual retreat that I'll be doing. And as I was saying, I have something brewing in the works um, that I'll be releasing very, very soon. And once that comes out, I won't be offering anything like this and definitely nothing at this price point. So Um, Come join us. You get two full days of really incredible content and practices and rituals to really awaken and embody your inner seductress. We will be doing some death and rebirth cycles, which will be really powerful and potent. We're going to help you really master the feminine art of communication so that you can express your needs, wants, and desires without feeling needy or desperate and really inspiring your partner to step up and into the relationship. And then you get 30 days of follow-up support in the group and a follow-up like digestion call um, in the few weeks following the retreat. So again, come join us. And I'd love to hear from you. How do you or how do you want to embrace the darkness? How do you want to embrace the death and rebirth cycle? How do you want to embrace your inner winter? Or tell us, tell me or join, you know, my free Facebook group and let us know what do you do that feels really amazing. And thank you so much for being here. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Um, Make sure to give this podcast a five-star rating and leave a review. Feel free to share it on social media so we get this word out to as many women as possible. All right, my loves. See you soon.